Welcome to Tea for Lunch, the show where we serve up the news that you need to know in 15 minutes or less. If you're new here every week, we go live on Instagram every Thursday at around 12.30 Mountain Standard Time. Um, and we cover some top three stories that we think you need to know about. Uh, some of it's around pop culture, some of it's around marketing, and you can catch the replay every Friday morning on all streaming platforms. So if you don't catch it on Instagram Live, you can also listen to our amazing, beautiful voices on podcasts. And today on the show, I'm very excited. We have Vern as a special co-host. Vern, why don't you tell the people who you are? Hi, I'm Vern. That's my influencer voice. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, I'm a social video producer here at Arcade. I live in Vancouver. But I'm visiting the office. So it's a special occasion. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to be on to you for lunch because I I've been the one editing the last few episodes, so it's <laughs> crazy to be here in real life. Yeah, it's so fun. So Vern is our only full-time remote employee, um, and so it's very cool and surreal to have her in real life yeah, with us at so the weird. office. <laughs> um, and it's been a long time coming to have you actually at Arcade. So I met Vern, like, I don't know, like three or four years ago, maybe? Is yeah. that too long? Like three years ago? Yeah, I think so. Because I think I tagged Waves in something. Right. Because I listened to the first season of Waves. And I was like, this is amazing. Shared it on my story. And I think that's when we started talking. Yeah. And then we have followed each other for a while since. And then I wanted to bring you on the team a few years ago. Mm -hmm. But we weren't ready for remote team members. We were based in Calgary. She was based in Vancouver. And I think I just didn't work out at the time. And then we, as like business evolved and things like that, we knew we needed a role at the team about like social video because it's such a important piece of social programming. And actually we're talking about video yeah. today, which yeah. is fitting. Stay tuned. <laughs> so now she's finally joined us and it's been a long time coming and just so excited to have you. I'm excited to be here in Calgary. What do you think about Calgary? Yeah, the first time here. Like, I expected it to be totally flat, (laughs) but it's not. And they actually have a lot of cute um, coffee shops and shops around. And it's sunny, which is important. Because in Vancouver, it literally rained until like a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's so so depressing. Yeah, but it used to be from Vancouver. Uh, Yeah, I can say that because I lived there. If you're offended, I'm not sorry but yeah it is it's nice that it's sunny here yeah most of the time well yeah let's get into our stories it's gonna be a good one to our first our first story of the day um kate moss came out with a diet coke campaign and it's her first diet coke campaign since she's been named creative director at diet coke so earlier this month kate moss was named the creative director at diet coke and the company just released its first series led by moss inspired by her iconic fashion archives. The can features uh, Kate Moss's favorite fashion moments in the past four decades, and it's available in like denim, leopard, lace, and camouflage designs, plus her signature and monochromatic portrait. And it plays homage to Diet Coke's 40th birthday. And I have some thoughts here. Mm-hmm. I think this campaign is lazy at best. Um, anytime a brand pulls in like a celebrity, like, CEO or creative director or yeah. like recently Beyond Meat had Kim Kardashian as like its chief what is it chief taste consultant yeah it's such a PR stunt it's mm-hmm. like they're obviously not doing any actual work in yeah. the company yeah but this could have been so much more interesting I would have loved to see Diet Coke actually do some sort of like video series with Kate Moss and her daughter who's I think more like 
not more interesting, but yeah. more relevant it's right like now. It's like the next generation. Exactly. Where, see, this is this is what I think is funny. So, <laughs> like the modeling culture back then, when I think of Kate Moss, it's like when everyone was referring to their diets, it's like cigarettes and Diet Coke and mm-hmm. like that sort of diet culture and model culture and like her famous quote, like, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. <laughs> like, And now it's kind of bringing that back. Like that's mm-hmm. what I think of and it's not super positive, but she could have used that campaign with her daughter to kind of reinvent that and kind mm-hmm. of change that because change the narrative. when they bring this up to her she plays on it and she's like I've always loved coke and like wings of the camera and, you're- <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know. that you know yeah I think I would have loved to see a video series with her and her daughter who's also a model mm-hmm. and like a really successful model and they could have been like I would have loved to see like two side by side comparisons of like their model life yeah. and like running to set and running to an interview and running on like alive mm-hmm. and then showing them have like diet coke in between and then maybe they'd like regroup later that night yeah. and like share a diet coke like yeah. I think that would have been super cute or I thought they could also be like she could have her daughter wearing a lot of like Kate Moss's iconic looks like around lace and like leopard oh, that's and a stuff good like one. that, that would have been so good yeah Kate Moss could have been like behind the scenes yeah like directing her yeah and then like giving her a diet coke or something or like ending the day with a diet coke like there's yeah. so many other angles they could have taken with this listen coke if you're listening we have ideas yeah you know where to find us they could in have Calgary. Just, it just felt so lazy. Just like throwing on lace and her signature to a yeah. can is not a campaign. Yeah. In my opinion. They just wanted to throw her name on there. Yeah. And I get it. I get why. She's yeah. an iconic symbol in fashion, but yeah. I just felt it was boring. Yeah. So on to do the next. Better. Yeah, do better. Do better. Do you want to bring it to our yes. next story? Okay. So back to a video. Um, Adam Masseria responds to Instagram backlash. So after rolling out a series of changes this month, including a new feed for some, I know I got it and then it changed back and now they're rolling it out to um, other users and people have had enough. <laughs> Even Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner posted on their stories asking to bring back the old Instagram, which is kind of a big deal because once they kind of comment that it kind of mm-hmm. the backlash increases. And he posted, he actually posted a response video talking about the changes and what to expect going forward. Um, and he talks about how Instagram wants to do right by creators, but also notes that the world is changing quickly and we have to change along with it. And he does note that a lot of these changes at this stage are just tests, but video will be a primary feature of the platform going forward, which I'm not surprised because I feel like they started implementing that in small doses but now he's kind of confirmed that it's going to be a video first mm-hmm. platform do you think adam Masseri is gaslighting us all like he keeps saying that the world is moving towards video but like aren't we all saying that we don't want that yeah <laughs> that's like it keeps like everyone's going. saying like all that post that went viral that kim kardashian and kylie jenner shared was like we just want to see photos of our friends yeah like pretty clear like yeah. we want to see photos yeah but then he's like no the world's evolving to video and he's saying that the most engaged posts are videos. But then in the comments, like I was reading the comments to his yeah. video, everyone's like, we're only making videos because that's the only yeah. thing that performs well. Because they're manipulating it <laughs> yeah. to be that way. So is he gaslighting us all <laughs> I to think, think so. that video is the future? Or I is think it? so. Because like the whole premise of social media is so that you can keep up with your friends, right? And that's mm-hmm. why everyone loves Instagram as opposed to TikTok because that's where you keep up with like your friends' lives. You see everything chronologically, but now we're being forced to watch videos. That's all we see. So obviously that's all we engage with. Right. And also that's why Be Real is blowing up, which yeah. is a photo only platform for now. Yeah. And it's like real time photo moments. 
Um, and that's doing really well. So yeah, see, we don't have that in Vancouver yet. Like, you don't I have to be real. Like, no, oh. I see. I downloaded it, and it's had like no contacts to add. Oh my gosh, girl! Like, you just gotta <laughs> add everyone here. Literally, okay. we're all on it. It's like everyone at Arcade is just that's my whole be real. Interesting. Yeah. So it's not like popular in Vancouver yet. No, not yet. It hasn't made it there yet. Oh my gosh, are we trend setting yeah, in I Calgary? Think so. I think so. I want to bring this back to Vancouver. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. I think. It just makes sense that people are getting frustrated by all the like updates. Literally every single week this year, there's been like a new Instagram update. Yeah. So I can't see how Facebook and Adam Masseri is surprised yeah. that we're all like, can you stop? Yeah. Um, but they just really need to get their act together. But also I don't mind because, you know, that's kind of my job. But. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are gambling quite a bit on video. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say there's my thoughts and my, like, I feel like what they're going to do, they're not going to stop doing, like focusing on video and promoting yeah. video more, yeah. but I do feel like maybe they'll consider making <clears throat> our feeds like a bit more <clears throat> or stop showing people like random yeah. people on our feeds. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing. Like every time I scroll on my feed and I know they have like multiple feed options coming and they're testing mm-hmm. that, but I just don't like seeing random like people I don't know yeah. or follow or have any connection yeah. to. So what's the point of that? I'm like, who is this? Do I follow this? Person? Yeah. And I wonder if like the everyday man is going to be like, like me, who's not like a creator. Like I don't, it's like I all I hear from Adam Zary is like we're making it better for creators, but like yeah. what about for me? But I guess that's because that's where the money comes in with the ads, right? And the creators and the brand partnerships, and I think that's kind of where they're they're like there's a fine line between that. Whereas the people that you know use it to keep up with their families are really annoyed, but then. If you're a creator, does it give you more opportunities? So I feel like it's like two sides of the coin. Yeah. So at some point you need an audience for the creators to connect with. Yeah. So are those people like, is it eventually just going to be like a platform for creators and creators? Like talking to creators? Like, yeah. How is that helpful for anyone? I know. It's so fine. I'm packing up my things and I'm moving to TikTok. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm going to try. Okay. Last story. This is an exciting one. Glossier is coming to Sephora. So Glossier is making headlines this week after their first ever retail partnership was announced, which is Sephora, which is a huge deal. So Glossier Forever has never had any wholesale partners. They've only been available through their direct-to-consumer website. So Mm -hmm. this is like a huge deal that they're starting to branch out into wholesale. Um, And I'm actually like, I'm so surprised because I feel like they held out for so long. They're like, they haven't like explored wholesale forever. And like, they're such a big brand especially like a big millennial brand Mm -hmm. so it's really surprising to me that they're going to sephora of all places makes sense it's sephora because it's such a big like beauty brand hub and it's global yeah but i'm just so like curious as to why i know like to me when i think of glossier i know it was like an experience for me to you know travel across the border go to new york or something visit the store and buy something Mm -hmm. whereas like, I feel like their branding is so strong. Their stores are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they p- put their products, like, amongst the sea of products that are available at Sephora, I don't know if I would opt for Glossier when I have so many other options. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, the other side of it. It's almost like, is could, it too late yeah, for them to be I at Sephora? So. Yeah. Because, like, at Sep- I go to Sephora for so many other brands. I don't mm-hmm. really think about Glossier at Sephora. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I think, will. yeah, the branding of Glossier, I think is what sells it. And that's why mm-hmm. millennials love it so much. But when it comes to like 
actual formulation of products and effectiveness and costs and things like that, I think, you know, they're going to have a lot of competition at Sephora. Totally, they will. And I think it's really interesting, like, D to C, like, purchases right now like e-commerce in general is really suffering Mm -hmm. so i think it's really interesting that right now like post-pandemic they're considering going to like a wholesale partner because it's really really hard for a ddc brand to like survive on its own without wholesale right now so it makes sense from a business perspective Mm -hmm. while they're like to branch out and do all that um but yeah i'm just curious if they're gonna stand up to the rest of the brands that yeah. are at Sephora. I guess we'll see. Because I know they did close a bunch of their stores and then they opened in a few cities. So like yeah. Seattle is a really beautiful store and then New York, I think. Have you LA. been to their stores? Um, I've been to the one in New York and nice. there's always like a huge lineup and you kind of go just for the novelty of like, yeah. it's a place to visit and then you kind of take a souvenir home with you and totally. the fact that you can't get it in Canada mm-hmm. is like a major appeal. But totally. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I'm so curious to see how it does. And I really hope that they don't slow down their retail stores because they're so iconic and beautiful. Yeah. Like it's, I've actually never been to one in real life, but they just look so beautiful. Yeah. And it is something that like, okay, if I go to LA, I'd want to go to their their store yeah. or like whatever. Yeah, and it's like the personalized service and everyone's in the pink little jumpsuits and I they know. like wrap it for you. It's an experience, I think. Yeah, I agree. So I hope that they keep that up. Um, well, those are our top three stories for today. Vern, you did amazing. Thanks Thank for you. joining us. Thanks for having me. for lunch. This was fun. And uh, now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>